we have a lot more courage than than we think if we're even willing to talk about change. And if we know that change is coming, that's courageous. So we need to give ourselves more more credit. And then in turn, I think you'll find it easier to be grateful for the things in your life. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Howdy, neighbor. Hey there. How's it going? Well, you know how it's going. (laughs) Because our audio recording program has made some changes, which theoretically are great, but somehow they make me sound like a robot and it's given us a little bit of a headache here today. In good news, I have mastered the robotic sounds that I heard in my ears. So that's kind of fun. What did I sound like? It would just be like, hey, 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 how are you doing? Ging, 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 ging. And then it would sound like a different language for one second. And then you'd be normal until four words later. Didn't you know that I was doing that on purpose to sound like one of those like DJ in the club things when it's like, or whatever. (laughs) I should have. I should have known. But this, we've actually been waiting for this for a long time. People probably have literally no idea what we are talking about. Yeah, but it like allows our video, us to see each other at the same time as record. So we're recording our beautiful faces, which I have no need for at the given moment. Oh, LOL. When I see, I saw the option to download video, I was like, mm, mm-hmm, yeah. not today. Maybe I mean, I someday. Like when some podcasts like do that with their guests and then they can share that visual with the audio clip, which I think we should do, but that would probably require us to not look like we just rolled out of bed. I mean, you look great, but. Okay. Well, that's false. But also like right now you're really fuzzy on the video. So. So maybe not. So maybe, maybe it's just, you know, it is just one of those things, but it is nice because we always have to send our guests to links and it, it, it can tend to be a little bit frustrating. So this was a nice upgrade. Maybe there's just a few kinks that need to get worked out. Yeah. Just like in my body. Uh, what is good, CS? Well, you know what is good for me or for like the world. Um, oh, Jason Sudeikis won Golden Globe for musical or comedy TV series actor. So that was a great start to my day today, learning that news because I didn't see it, but then I saw the video and it made me cry. I just really love that he was wearing a hoodie in his acceptance speech when like some people are wearing suits and stuff and he's just like chilling at home, which everyone is, so... Right. Yeah. You can tell that he didn't put much thought into like, well, what does it look like behind me? You know, some of the people definitely did that and I probably would do that too. But it's just just more to love about Jason Sudeikis. He's just, he's just good. He's good stuff. So. I'm sorry for the squeaking of my chair. I'm feverishly looking for my chapstick and one of my little demons must have stolen it. And now I'm going to record with dry lips the rest of this podcast, which you know is just haunting me. (laughs) Yeah, it has not been CB's best day today, but she was undeterred from all of the horrible detours that um, 
this little road she's on today has taken her and insisted upon recording. Yeah. So. I said, let's record because our own advice needs to snap myself out of this mood I'm in and roller coaster of just things not working the first time. Right. Right. changes. Yeah. But I think it's good because behind the scenes, things aren't always buttery soft. But do you want to know what my good news is? Yeah. I forgot. Gosh. Um, So guys, CS teased about this homemade card she sent me for my birthday. And I finally got it after being out of town for a bit. And she put together... A picture with two halves of a strawberry, like cut in half. And one half is like an old kind of wrinkly dehydrated strawberry. And the other side is like a super juicy. Supple. <laughs> That's a horrible word. I know. <laughs> juicy and delicious, supple strawberry. Mm-hmm. And she said, most 32-year-olds, or no, I'm not 32. Most 34-year-olds to the dehydrated side, not that we're comparing, obviously, but, and then what you look like is the, the supple strawberry and I love <laughs> so hard. We will definitely put it in the show notes or something. Oh, oh good. I did not snap a picture, so I hope you will do that. Obviously, thank I you. Am. Um, Along with the cutest gift ever. She didn't even realize what she sent me. I was like, oh, thank you for the matches. They're like these cute little spark gratitude and they're like matches. And she's like, matches? <laughs> I thought they were note cards. <laughs> They're not all, like it anyway. <laughs> it's all the same. So, okay. So I have a funny story for good news from a listener. Yay. Susan, are you ready for this? Yeah. Susan said, hi, CB and CS. Okay. It's probably not that funny, but I thought I'd share anyways. It was funny. The other day I put on my new don't be a jerk sweatpants and my the world is better with you in it sweatshirt. They didn't really match, but I had just received them in the mail and wanted to wear them. Anyways, later in the day, I caught a glimpse of myself in a full-length mirror and noticed that my sweatshirt came down over the jerk, or the don't. I just ruined it. <laughs> came down over the don't. So I'd been walking around all day with be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh. Nobody thought, but it gave me a laugh I needed at that moment. I'm late to the podcast party, but have been listening in order. I think I'm at about June slash July now. I've been enjoying listening and learning from them. Thanks for sharing. Well, Susan, thank <laughs> you for sharing because I literally laughed out loud when I read that. That's awesome. I um, was texting two of my kids, like mom friends, um, something that came up today that I forgot about. And it spelled my daughter's name wrong, S-H-A-N-N-A-N instead of O-N for Shannon. And I was like, uh, you'd think Siri would know how to spell my daughter's name by now. And then my friend Kelly was like, the worst is when I'm doing a work email because my phone autocorrects Kelly to Jelly. And that's so embarrassing. And then I was laughing so hard because I remembered really early on in my relationship with my husband, I texted my soon-to-be mother-in-law, Jerry, and it autocorrected to jerk. <laughs> so then I told my new friends about this and one of that, well, they both obviously they love every kind, but one of them was like, Well, I guess in good news, you didn't make sweatpants that say, Don't be a Jerry. And I was like, That's really oh, funny. It's really great. funny. I mean, because I mean, you should be. She's a very nice woman, but um, to be a Jerry. Yeah, no, that's really funny. Well, she probably didn't see anybody, I bet. No, she said she was she was at home that day, but she was <laughs> laughing when she caught a glimpse of herself. And I really appreciate that she took the time to tell us. Yes. About yeah. 
So tell us something if you're listening, be you Susan or whomever. I don't know if any of that was grammatically correct the way I stated it, but it sounded very intelligent to me. So I'm thinking I need a refresh on my grammar because I thought growing up I was very skilled in my grammar, but then I feel like they've changed rules and I I just don't know if I'm doing it right anymore. Well, you know, more captions. I'm like, are people reading these and thinking CB and CS are real dumb? (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think so. Go to grammar school. Uh, Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with like the way that we write stuff online is technically different than like if you're going to submit a novel or there's just so many different types of media and ways to do things. And so, you know, we could probably dive dive in and learn a little bit more about that if if we choose to. But about all these changes happening in our world, do you like my transition smooth as butter? Yeah, I also love um, following along with the Daily Tay who is, I think I sent you her thing. And she just posts like funny, just, she's just really funny. And when she talks about buttery soft, smooth as butter. And like, what, what does that even mean? Like since when is, which I never really thought that much about. It actually like makes sense to me. It has to be the spreadable. So that has to be where it came from because spreadable butter is smooth. Yeah, I mean, even a stick of butter is. Perfectly, like, has its little, like, ice cream Mm -hmm. at the top when you open a fresh container, which is funny because we don't even have spreadable butter in my house. But I can vividly remember country crock, like a huge vat of it in my grandma's fridge. (laughs) Totally. In that, like, brownish yellow container. Like, grayish brownish, right? Yeah, like, real nasty. Why would you want to eat out of that? I don't know. We eat Lando Lakes butter. Yeah. I don't care what kind of butter, but but my husband has a very, very strong loyalty to Lando Lakes. I have no idea why, but we'll just go. We'll go with it. I also was a Lando Lakes buyer of butter, but now my sister has turned me on to some non-dairy butters. Yes. Right, right, right. Vegan I don't know, it's vegan butter, but it's really good. And I've substituted it in cooking and recipes and you would literally never know the difference. I should start doing that. Just like in recipes and stuff or sneak it in. Just I mean, maybe you would know if you're a connoisseur of just like eating straight butter. Right. I'm not. So I'm actually not very picky at all when it comes to butter. Yeah. I feel like I could totally transition to that. Better maybe butter, butter, butter. Send, me, send me that okay. butter. Okay, thanks. Uh, um, so, what are we talking about? We're talking about change because today is the beginning of March. Not the day this airs, but the day that we are recording it. And changes. The sun is shining for once in the freaking Midwest. And it's kind of coming out of this deep frozen Elsa thaw at the moment, which is very thrilling. And I love winter, but it was like a harsh winter, I feel, especially with. COVID. Just got it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mood. And changes and embracing changes, even if they give you a hassle, like this podcast recording video platform thing for me today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, we have some actual like tips that we would like to share with you that we ourselves try. Not like in order or anything, but 
we like pluck from these tips in our own lives. And like CB said, like we don't have perfect days or lives or photographable anything at the moment, but we have learned to kind of grow with the flow. I think a little bit. I don't think that we really ever thought about it before we started learning about it. I know. I also, I, I just have, um, I need to order flowers from my little cousins, like, you know, school drive thing. There's so many options and so like plentiful flowers. Yeah. 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 Or there's like hanging baskets and stuff. I really wish I knew more about flowers and stuff. I really just don't, I don't know. And my husband thinks I'm pathetic. He's like, just order some. I'm, I don't, I don't know what to order. I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm trying to learn. They don't even have descriptions next to them, which Mm. is poor. Poor planning on there. So what if you bought a banana tree and you can't grow bananas in Indiana? Do you know that? Is that a thing? Well, my mom was just talking about to my kids. What What do we want to grow in the garden this year? And my kids like bananas. And she's like, No, but we could plant a banana tree in Key West because they can grow there. And oh, you mean like because of the natural elements? Yes, not so because like- of like Indiana state law or something. <laughs> Well, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know the laws on banana trees, but I'm pretty sure you can't grow them in Indiana. Right. Just like I'm not very fond of wine from like the Midwest per se. I just feel like, you know, nice, nice try. Uh, just not, not for me. I, I, I dare anybody to, to convince me otherwise. Like, accept that challenge, please. I will try any wine. I just think it's better off. In Oregon and California and Spain and Argentina and all these other places that I read on the labels that I've never been to. So, um, my- what about Dreaming Tree, Dave Matthews Wine? Do you think he has a vineyard in his backyard? Well, where does he reside? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no idea. But my dad met him on a trail in Wisconsin. I remember that. Oh, yeah. That was wild. Oh, weird, right? Well, now I need to know where he's from. I don't know. But he was there for touring because he always does Alpine every year and he happened to be staying right by my parents' house and yeah. Mm-hmm. And my dad tries to be so smooth. So he like walked past him and instead of being like, are you Dave Matthews? He's like, are you supposed to be at Alpine tonight? <laughs> and then Dave was like, oh yeah, but I got a couple hours. And oh my gosh. So I remember that. Picture together. <laughs> Do you know how old Dave Matthews is? He's old, right? Well, he's only—he's fifty-four. Well, and right. he's not from, old, but like you would think of him as like thirty. He's from South Africa. Yeah, but where does he live now? Oh, I haven't gotten that far on this Wikipedia page, but uh, early life, da da da, poopy, New York, da 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 da. Where are we now? Oh, well, he bartended, so that's exciting. Uh, I don't know. It might not tell me much here, um, personal life. He has some daughters. Hmm. It's not clear to me. Doesn't tell you his exact address? <laughs> nope. Right. Such a shame. You're failing us. <laughs> Dreaming tree wine. Right. Dreaming tree wine is yes i'm old enough to enter Ugh, please 
I have to actually type in my birthday. It's actually kind of good. The cab, if I remember correctly. Okay. Well, it's not. <gasps> Wait. I saw New Zealand and got excited. I don't know that it's actually from or made there. Um, Virginia. Wait, really? No. So <laughs> there's just so many places on the About Us page. I feel like it's throwing me off a little bit. Uh, yeah. It's Cali- I think it's California. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure so, so anyway. Okay. Oh my gosh, but listen to this. He has a, there's a collaboration between – Dave and this guy named Sean McKenzie. When you get two people together who share the same passion, interesting things are bound to happen. That's like, oh, that's like us. <laughs> so essentially, I might not know his address, but I feel like I know his soul. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. So sorry. Sorry about all that, everybody. Um, okay. So yeah. Question. Yeah. Unrelated, but could maybe we could spin it to be related. Did you watch the Britney documentary yet? Isn't it? It's like a TV show of different episodes right so she was like an episode of something no then no oh you gotta watch it i what, say what's it on I get to watch it <laughs> but i think it's on hulu maybe but it's uh what's it freaking called sorry for my creaky chair i need a new free chair. britney um, no that's the hashtag movement but it's all like about that. And obviously she was not part of making the documentary. It's about her. But all I've heard is how like it's very eye-opening for what she went through as a human. I, I, I have a feeling it'll make me sad. Yeah, I bet. Man. That's all. Okay. I'm going to watch it. You watch it too so we can talk about it. The other thing that makes me sad is I shouldn't talk about this. Well, you know, all the drama with the U.S. gymnastics team from, like, however long ago with their – Yeah. Well, kind of, yeah. Oh, that the head coach just, like, the other day, right before he was about to go and, like, plead guilty to all this stuff. Did he take his life? He took his life? Mm-hmm. I did not know about that. I know. And then it just makes me want to dig into this deep, like, stalking hole of, like, Allie Raisman – if you've heard her speak out about this and all this stuff, I was just reading her stuff thinking like how devastating to be fighting literally against this machine and like trying your very best while so emotionally scarred from experiences in your life and feel like then this person like won't even be served justice because of all it's just so crazy and then I was like man I I, yeah there's a documentary about that too not that specifically but it's something about gold or something I I know know what you're talking about and I haven't but I haven't seen it but either but I do want to watch all of the above okay it just kind of scares me though I know but if we don't know then we don't know it's just like watching the morning show and then hearing Mm -hmm. The, our other friend, Colleen, who's a um, four-time Emmy-winning sports producer, she said, like, that's what it is like. That is really what it's like, and that makes me so, so sad. Yeah, and that's so many industries in our world right. that are just rooted in misogyny and all this horrible stuff, and it just makes you sick. But we can't change anything unless we learn stuff, so... Let's, That's so true. Let's, let's keep learning, which I just actually went back to our notes to 
get us back on track. And your tip one is keep, keep learning. Keep learning. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with one of my kids recently about this. Like I am learning more now in my thirties than I ever did in school. Cause all of that was just stuff I had to learn. And now I get to choose what I want to learn about. And sometimes I don't necessarily choose to learn about things, but I try to stay open so that I don't, you know, miss out on learning something that might help my life or the lives around me or whatever. But yes, tip one is to keep learning and don't shut yourself off from, I mean, there's just so much to learn because change is, it's, it's, it's happening. Like if it's not happening, I don't know, we might be dead. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's. Or in a coma, which I'm not making light of. No. I, I love the movie While You Were Sleeping. Just P.S. Totally. Um, Talk about yeah, side notes. It's inevitable and it can be so hard, but it's going to happen like all the time around us. And if we go against it and don't lean into it, then we're going to spend our whole lives fighting something changing when change can be so beautiful if we let it. Right. Be beautiful. And I'm really sorry I took us down a rabbit hole of upsetting docs to watch, but I think we should watch them. Mm -hmm. I I agree. Sometimes the hard things are the things that that we need to force ourselves to watch because we we need to have our eyes open in this world we're living in. I'm very good at not. I'm like being naive and just – and I'm trying really hard not to do that and even talking about things that make me – uncomfortable. I think that's like, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but, um, even, um, like I agree that, uh, ignorance is bliss because what you don't know and worry about, you don't know and worry about. So it's great, but that's just like an excuse to not know and worry about stuff that we should be learning. And I just have to look this up really quick because I heard it today from my friend. Yes. Did you hear about Chris Harrison since we dabble on The Bachelor? So that he quit, right? Yeah, he's like stepping down. Okay, I think it's time. Um, Because of, did you see that interview? Nope. I don't know the full depths of it, but it was something that he was at some plantation themed party or I don't know, but it teetered in like very ignorant and racism was kind of talked about in this thing with one of the former bachelor contestants. They were like talking to each other and he said like, let me ask you something, Rachel, is it bad or was it bad in 2018 when it happened or is it only bad now? Meaning like, because stuff is so like in front of our eyes right now. And she's like, it's always bad. Like, what do you mean? Racism is always bad. And he was just fumble like it was not good and mm-hmm. I don't know the depths beyond that because I know there's a whole thing but I do know that he stepped down but did you hear nope that- I can tell you right now I have not heard okay the new host is Emmanuel Acho a- Acho is that how I say his name I don't you know, know who that is from the uncomfortable conversations with the black man no oh my gosh Colleen I gotta show you some stuff he dedicated this whole himself and his platform. I want to say he used to be like a football player or something athletic. 
I don't know. I think he was um, a linebacker. Oh, okay. I, I know. I know now. I know now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And did these like mini episodes of like Matthew McConaughey was one of them and um, Chip and Joanna Gaines were on them. And it's just like these uncomfortable conversations with a black man was what it was called just to teach people and have them ask questions and talk back and forth and give information that was so needed and beneficial. And I loved them. But anyways, my friend told me today that he is the new Bachelor Bachelorette host. Wow. Which I'm I mean, it's a, sad to say this, but it's about it's about time. Yeah. We need, I some, mean, we need some change. And this is good. Change is happening. So, and things that have been deemed okay or let it slide in the past, even with the morning show, if you guys haven't watched that on Apple TV, you totally have to watch it. It's very good. It, I think, mimics the... Um, Matt Lauer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Lauer situation. And all of these issues that, like, get swept under the rug, the same with the U.S. gymnastics team with Larry Nassar, like, these things have been happening for so long. And until people choose to open their eyes and not be ignorant about it, then it's going to keep happening. And we can't let this crap happen anymore. So... I don't, I don't know how I'm getting from change to all this stuff. But anyways, we're going to keep learning. Yes. We owe, it, we owe it to ourselves and to the world and to the future. So and it makes us way better versions of ourselves than we probably ever thought we could be because we know so much more and we can do so much more with that knowledge. So. Right. Okay. Continue on. Um, happiness lies in perspective, which we've talked about this before, so we don't need to go on and on and on about it. But I think that so often we are comfortable in a certain place or, you know, with certain people or whatever. And I don't believe that true happiness can be obtained if we're not willing to change our viewpoints and not, not just, um, I mean, like actually like stand up and look at it from a different angle and try to see it from other people's perspectives or, you know, try to get to know someone else. There's a new show on Netflix called Ginny in Georgia. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am enjoying it, but I'm not going to go on and on about it because it's, there's, uh, I just don't know. I like it. But there's a scene and there's a mixed girl who's the Jenny. She's the main girl. And then this white boy. Mm-hmm. And they're having a conversation about how he grew up in this really nice place. And she's like, you have two parents. You live in a beautiful house and you have everything that life could ever offer you. Check your privilege. Mm. And she just moved to town. So she doesn't really know him. And he gets really emotional. And his best friend died last year. And it was the most beautiful coming together of two people from totally different backgrounds and different races. Um, and she really appreciated his perspective on that because I think she she fights this fight every day for herself and she feels like she's racially profiled every single day of her life. And she doesn't, you know, she doesn't have time to think about that white boy that has everything and maybe what he's gone through. So it was really cool. I don't really know why I mentioned that, but it definitely, it perspective. got me. Yeah, it got me. So do you have anything else that you want to say about perspective? No, I think it's just 
the ability to shift our perspective. So when things are just crappy, like even the crappiest of situations can be spun to find some beauty in them, no matter how horrific they can be, which leads to our next point about being grateful and having courage, which we talk about all the time. And one small stupid example is I'm, did I tell you this story about my fireplace on the podcast yet? I don't think so. Oh yeah. No. Cause that oh. just happened last week. I think so. Yeah. Um, anyways, as you know, I'm remodeling a house and I was just whining about can of worms. Once you open one thing, then it's the next thing. And then the water heater and then all this crap and just being very ungrateful and I said to my sister, I need to practice gratitude right now and just say, I am so excited that I can remodel my house and this is exciting and changes and whatever. And literally the next morning we were taking out this old fireplace and changing the drywall and I, we were about to just cover it up and I saw this brick and I'm like, what the heck? There was a beautiful fireplace, like original wood burning fireplace behind a piece of drywall that they just like covered up. And I was like, look at what happened the second I chose to change my attitude and not sound like a whiny brat and just be grateful for this project that I was working on. Despite all the worms coming out of the can, birds eat worms and birds chirp outside my window and I can be grateful for that. <laughs> I really like where you went with all of those things. Absolutely. So, so bravo. Yeah. Yeah. The attitude. I said it to CS the other day too. I was like, I just have like gotten real lazy in my morning gratitudes and my routines and my journals and I need to get it back together because I feel so much better when I do those things and drink my celery juice. And when I am off, I am off. So yeah, there's some things that we can take comfort in and keep doing and not change because I think those are the things that make us realize oh. when we do stop – like we're not better. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. hundred percent. And I, I was thinking about the have courage and be kind from Cinderella, but that's just so overplayed. But I think courage is kind of like a, uh, like underrated thing to have. I mean, I don't think, I, I don't know. I just I, had a whole chat the other night with my dance students about, like portraying confidence on stage physically and then also in life. And we had this whole talk about how the only person you're with 100% of your life is yourself. And so we need to trust ourselves and have this confidence in ourselves and who we are, not to be confused with like cockiness or any of that stuff, but just having like a trust with ourselves. And I said, and that does not mean that you cannot be scared out of your mind for things or nervous or anxious or like embarrassed or whatever, because all that stuff is a part of life. So like, I believe that fear is a good thing. Mm -hmm. We don't let it like overturn us and turn us into this small little ball of unwilling Thanks. to cry. Right. Yeah. But if we have courage to just try to trust ourselves and listen to our guts and practice trusting ourselves, like, it just keeps growing and growing. And then I told them some real embarrassing stories about me just to remind them that all of us have this stuff. And then one promptly went home and told her mom about my embarrassing story. And then her mom promptly messaged me and I was like, Oh no, 
did I take it too far in class? And she was like, it was amazing. And blah, blah, blah. Like these kids need adults to open up and like share their stories because sometimes as a kid, you know, like you look at adults and think they have everything figured out and, oh, well, this probably is just so easy for you because you're an adult and whatever, but it's not. And once we can relate to other people that way, then I feel like other people are more comfortable doing the same for themselves. Man, that was good. Was it? Yeah. Um, there's another show that I'm watching called Good Girls. I'm actually, I'm just going to wait for the fourth season now, but um, it's there's a lot of beautiful storylines in this show. And Mae Whitman is the mother of a, I don't, I actually don't know the, she, she's a girl. Huh? Yeah. Mae Whitman from Parenthood. Yeah. I really, I really think I really like her. Um, and he, gender, gender identification dilemma where she was expressing herself at, like, she felt like a boy. Anyways, there's like a beautiful, this is who I am moment between the mother and the now son. Anyway, neither here nor there, but Mae Whitman is the least perfect mom ever. And there's this awesome conversation that they have as mother and son. She's old enough to be a mom in the show? Yeah. Well, she was like 15 when she had him, 15 or 16. Like he's a teenager. Oh, I'm like, I thought she was like a teenager she, Yeah, she's like our age, I think. My age probably. Um, oh my gosh. So he said she, – she asks him a question and he, she, he was like, I've had this privilege my la- whole life where I've always known that you're not perfect because you let me see you fall and then you let me see you pick yourself back up. And all of my friends are going to freak out when they find out that their parents aren't perfect. And it was just this really awesome – it was obviously scripted way better than that. But it's why it's why we apologize to our kids when we do something wrong because we're human and we don't want them to have this picture of, well, when you're a parent, you'll have it all figured out because the truth is like it's it's day – I still don't know what to do with my kids' valentines. I mean I have – officially lost my mind because I'm obviously overthinking this, but we have a lot more courage than than we think if we're even willing to talk about change. And if we know that change is coming and we might not know how to be prepared for it, but we do everything we can to be prepared for the things we do know are coming and that actually arrive, that's courageous. So we need to give ourselves more, mm-hmm. more credit. And then in turn, I think you'll find it easier to be grateful for the things in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. Okay, moving on. I liked it. Okay, next. Would you like to read this one? Well, you wrote, no topic is into touch. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell the people what that is. This is just a perfect opportunity to bring Ted Lasso <laughs> into this conversation. This is actually a two-parter. Okay, so first of all, Ted Lasso, the show itself, the characters, the development of the characters, the whole thing is about change. I mean, like, we will not pick it apart right now because that would literally be our entire episode. But it it is. So just one small example. On the plane ride over, Coach Beard and Ted Lasso are talking about soccer and things that Coach Beard is learning and Ted Lasso wants to soak it all up. And one of the things is that they over in England call out of bounds into touch. That and like to me, that's like that's like world changing. I mean, out of bounds is something that I I yell a lot 
during sport games, my kids' sports, whatever. So not only does Ted Lasso like just like let that sink in, he's like, bet you $5 I can work that into a sentence or whatever by tomorrow. And he does. And it's like perfect. That's part one. And the second thing is if you live your life like no topic is into touch or out of bounds and talk about the things that make you uncomfortable or the things that scare you or, you know, turn you into a crazy psychopath, um, those are probably the topics that we need to dive deeper into because we're clearly uncertain and scared and don't have the answers, but the answers are out there. So no topic is into touch, y'all. Yes. That ties so well into what we talked about earlier with (laughs) all those things about like the topics are uncomfortable for a reason because people don't talk about them and because they're uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we have to talk about them to learn because we're uncertain. And once we learn, then we can do something with that knowledge. And I love that. Nothing Mm -hmm. is out of bounds to talk about, especially I don't remember what I wish I could. I got to get better at referencing exact things because my fact checks are just not great. But um, this actor, who was it? I don't remember. Anyways, he said his biggest tip is always just like making it well known that he's doesn't know what people are talking about. He's like, if I ever like fake it to act like I can prove something to someone, then like I set myself up to fail. So it's way easier for me to just be like, yeah, no, I really don't know what I'm doing or this is my first time doing this. So like bear with me and boom, like you get so much more of a response and helpful attitudes and whatever when you're just upfront and honest. You don't know what you don't know. Okay. You don't know what you don't know. I'm trying to find like who that actor was for you just to, because I know that oh, will like, sorry. Mm, uh, apparently there's like a lot of seen a movie for the first, Oh, you know who it was? I think, um, who's the guy from Sarah Marshall? J- uh, Siegel. See. Yes, 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 yes. It was something about him directing a movie for the first time. And he said, the best thing I did was just say like, this is my first time. So like, I'm figuring this out as I go, just like all of you are. And then it just like opened it to be a really good, good experience instead of trying to like prove himself that he knew what he was doing when he really didn't or something. Anyways. Wow. I I enjoyed it. And, um, meanwhile, there, there is an article about celebrity confessions that might be worth a, a gander just, just later. Um, okay. I like that. Uh, would you like to share any of the, the rest of these awesome tips? Yeah. We've chatted about them in the past. So scroll back to episodes if you haven't listened, but don't believe everything you think. We say it all the time and we mean it every time because when we think something is either impossible or undoable or unlearnable or not figure outable, well, that's what it's going to be. But mm-hmm. if we don't believe everything that immediately pops in our head or that we think, then we have this beautiful opportunity to actually get better and do better and make a difference or make the change beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want to share that one. That's I don't have anything to say about it. Celebrate growth, but we should even, even, even bad growth, but just little by little. Like me realizing that after however long of slacking on my gratitude, 
I looked at how far I came before when I was doing it all the time. So it was like this reverse way of me realizing how far I had grown in the past. Yeah. And that I've let myself suck a little bit. But now I know I can get there again because I did it before. Right. And things are a little hectic right now for you. I mean, so let's give your, let's give you some slack. Uh, Okay. So yeah, celebrate your growth, your good and your bad growth. And I really like this one, apply what you learn to your life. So even we have to like go back and sometimes read our own blogs and our own captions and try to actually let it like be a part, become a part of who we are and how we live our lives. Um, But I think a lot of times people think, why make that adjustment? I mean, I am who I am and things aren't going to really change. But it's really never too late to live better and be nicer to people and become the person that deep down inside you could be. Um, So we just have to apply the things that we learned to our lives. And I think that would help us when change does come our way. And then we only have one more thing. Yeah. Um, I really like that. I'm emphasizing the apply your knowledge. Yeah. Apply it. We probably won't remember it and we probably won't do anyone any good. Right. Okay. Amen. Um, and I think we've said this before, but keep the change. (laughs) CS wrote pocket change is sometimes gross and it can be heavy if you are carrying around a truckload of it, (laughs) but it also comes in handy. It's worth it's weight and paper money and it (laughs) save your life. Okay. Two comments I want to make on this. I have found random pennies in my demolition of my house and they're like lucky pennies flipped over. And so I always check the year because I'm a freak about that. And so I've kept them because I'm like, this is someone who was here when they were building this house and it was lucky penny left for me and whatever. And do you know what I want to do? Tell me. I want to print pictures of myself and put them in the walls before we close them up again so that if someone ever (laughs) renovates the home they will find hilariously weird pictures in the walls and this electrician overheard me saying that he's like that is so creepy dude (laughs) started laughing and I was like I know that is creepy maybe you could tie in like a kindness legacy with those disturbing photos I was thinking I could like write cool messages on the like actual wood studs and whatever but then put like really funny weird stuff like I could even put my Halloween full body like dance skeleton in the wall because that would be creepy and funny and someone would be like, there's a body, but it's really just a decoration. Like, mm-hmm. it's really weird of me, but I feel like it'd be really funny. And then like- I feel note, like you like, should do it. Kidding. <laughs> I feel like that I you mean, are onto something. I think it would be it. so funny if everyone started doing this. I mean, I I'm a little put this. off to think anybody would ever- knock down a wall of this house that you're working so hard on. But I guess that's where my head went and I need to not think like that. But, you know, designs change. So someday when someone wants to change my design far into the future and they find like a real ratted up old picture of me, they're going to be like, who is this psychopath and why are her bones in the walls? And Mm -hmm. I'll think it's funny from my grave laughing at the situation. Right. I don't... mm. (laughs) Well, the point is we love uh, puns, even though we're not supposed to now because um, Mr. Goldstein does not. Yeah, I like puns. Um, Roy like- from Ted Lasso. So because we're just like preparing ourselves for the day when he reaches out to us and is like, oh my gosh, Colleen and Colleen, I feel like I would be a great um, 
interview for your podcast. I love your podcast so much. We have dreams. And so we won't use any puns, but we do love analogies. And so the keep the change. I'm not changing for anyone, Colleen, except myself. Oh, you know what? I don't know why I said that because I myself this weekend decided I really don't care if wide leg jeans are what's in. They look horrible on me. And we've been there and we have done that. And we have gotten salt stains and rips along the bottom of our jeans our whole adolescence. Along with our middle parts, I was actually thinking to myself today, I should show up on this podcast with a middle part today and not tell you about it and just be like, hey, what's up? (laughs) Mine's even worse now because I cut my own bangs. Not like not like that, but just like cut them. So like it's like, you know, too little like I Anyway, but um, the keep the change thing, sometimes we we want to throw change right out the window. And I mean that like metaphorically speaking, we don't want change to enter our lives. Like look what happened when um, cr- the coronavirus swept through the world. That was scary change. But what all we've learned and how we've all come together and hopefully we'll just be better for it going forward, we, we can't take it back. So we might as well keep it. And also it might come in handy. All the lessons and all the pocket change. Yeah, I found a huge bag of change, and my child, who you might hear in the background right now, um, can you say hi? Can I talk to the people? No, hold on. (laughs) No, don't talk to the people. Um, I told them that whatever change they count, because they're learning about math and addition and money and all this stuff, they can keep. So if they count it, they keep it, and all that change is going to turn into Maybe a toy you can buy. Oh right? my gosh, that is such a good idea. I know. Anyways, let's wrap this up. <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up big time. All right. Okay, everybody. It was so great like to talk to you. If you ever had a change counting machine and you bought the little wrappers that it fell into, did you ever do that? As oh, yeah, 100%. Best. I should buy one of those. Doug hand rolls change. Oh my god! We also are doing a Christmas jar because we read the Christmas jars book, and someone did that for us when we first moved back to Indiana, and I forgot all about it, and I feel horrible about that. But um, so our spare change is going into the Christmas jar that we will give to a family in need next Christmas. So I'm kind of excited about that too. So you can really turn change into whatever you want, guys. If you're still listening, thanks so much. Why wouldn't you be? Right. Obviously, we're just literally background noise. I have a child on my desk, sitting on my desk. I know. And also, if you've been hearing like a, you know, boom, boom, I have one that has been shooting hoops for half this time and my room is like next to the outdoors. So sorry about that. But it's nice enough. Nice enough to shoot hoops. Spring-ish outdoors. All full circle. We cannot begrudge. So anyway, okay, everybody, please go and rate. Rate our uh, podcast five stars, preferably. Preferably. Share your good news, preferably. And it's really uh, cool, Cohen. Oh, yeah. He's showing you a picture he drew. Oh, I thought it was like a bookmark. Speaking of autocorrect, my child's name autocorrects to corn. Corn. Yeah, every time, every single time. My initials are CKB. (gasps) Just like your mama. Yep. Is that too personal of information for me to put out into the world, CKB? No. No, okay, it, is, it, is, it is that. It is indeed. Well, all right. Okay. Well, we'll see you okay. next week for a, bar- a barrel of awesomeness. Okay. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Adios. Okay, okay bye. Yay.